All right. Everybody hear me? Mm -hmm. Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Hometown. This is the Beast and Chill Podcast, episode 19. Once again, I'm your boy, Hometown. Uh, I got the crew with me, the entire crew. Uh, took a little break, but I got the whole crew with me. I got DJ Raw the Fool. What up? God44. I also got Jazz. Jazz D, what? Dopalicious Angel, Jazz and Renee. What are we calling you today? Uh, you know it's I mean? Jazz. It's just, <laughs> it's just yes. You're doing too much. Yeah. Um, Get that Twitter shit on Twitter. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, shout out oh, to all of our, our listeners. Shout out to all of our, our friends who, who join in on us every week. Uh, sorry we couldn't have no episodes up in the last couple of weeks. You know, that's on me. That's your boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but thanks for joining us today. Uh, we're on Spotify, YouTube. Um, we're on Apple and a plethora of other podcast streaming platforms, primarily on Anchor as well. So episode 19, uh, we've been sitting on this idea for a couple of weeks, but we wanted to review uh, our first full review of the Big Shine Detroit 2 album and uh, among some other information. So before we get into our review, I uh, just want to say, what's up, y'all? What's going on? What's happening? How was you guys' this two weeks? How was your B you had a couple birthdays? Happy birthday, Jazz. Happy birthday, Raul. You know what I mean? A couple birthdays in the building. Birthday gang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Raul don't like his birthday, maybe. Yeah. Hey, no, it was cool. I mean, I just ain't, I never been a big birthday person. It's just be another day. I love birthdays. Oh, man, we got to throw a party for Raul. Oh, so don't do that. Y'all be throwing a party for yourself. He never enjoyed his birthdays. <laughs> no one's ever cut me a cake before. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. This shit just be extra, dog. And everybody just be in your face. Y'all know I ain't even that kind of nigga, man. Just be, mm-hmm. hey, fucking, yeah. Just I'm not that. the type to have the people at the restaurant sing happy birthday. Just oh, I'd be hot. <laughs> My parents do that shit. And I just that's be that's why we do that, to embarrass <laughs> you. Uh, no, I'm also saying enjoy the birthday. free dessert. When no, I, go I eat with my somebody. dinner, I order the dessert, I be out. Yeah, mm. I don't need no people singing to me. Fuck out of here. Hell no. They don't fucking sing. I'm gonna fucking sing. I guess I'm a. <laughs> no. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> That's gonna be me. No, but shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to the Virgos. Uh. I know Mr. Gemini who talks about being a Gemini every fucking day mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a Gemini. No one asks if you was a damn Gemini. Jit, we Jit, know by now. Jit wants somebody to say, oh, yeah, isn't Kendrick Lamar one too? That's what he wants. Y'all, I forgot we had a little Gemini Virgo battle almost talking about they the best sign ever or whatever, but that's yeah. what he was I said artist-wise. Uh, but still, we got Beyonce, we got Michael Jackson, we got fucking. That's it. They got Nas. LA. He made a song about it. Yeah, Nas. <laughs> the Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> the Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was on the song. He was actually. On... <laughs> yeah. As a, uh, I mean, as a Scorpio, um, we just have you know one of the. Most scrambling artist of all time. Fuck oh, his name's Drake. He's a bird. He's a uh, Scorpio. October is very um, 
And we also have our uh, schoolboy Q, who actually has the exact same birthday as me. I think we were born on the same day. Oh. Like, like, like the same year and everything. So. Okay, I see y'all out here. Yeah, yeah. man. You know, that's about it. I don't really know anybody else. But yeah, man. Wait, wait, is, it, is it Libra season right now? Oh, it's about to be Libra season, right? I don't know anything about astrology. That's why I'm not saying anything. I'm going to leave it to y'all. I actually, I, actually, I actually did a couple of Libras, man. How was it? A special group. A special group. It's different because they would do two different races. You know what I mean? So you got like Black Libras, you got like Mexican Libras. You know what I mean? Okay. So how, <laughs> how, how was the Black one treating you, sir? Uh, man, I mean, she was, you know, she was cool. They were both cool, man. Both cool. They didn't really have any crazy, was crazy. anything specific that you was like, oh, that's a Libra trait, I know for sure, since I saw it in two different people? Nah, honestly. Honestly, nah, I don't. That nigga think. didn't care about them jigs. <laughs> I want to say. <laughs> Not even a little bit. You're like, nah, man. <laughs> One used to cook, and then we used to be barbing <laughs> the bitch. They like fucking one. food like crazy. They love food like crazy, but I mean, don't all women love food? I was just about to food. say that. <laughs> Especially if you buying, nigga, they gonna Hell love yeah. it even more. Mm-hmm. And I know, Derek, you a nice nigga, so you know you're like, whatever you want, baby. <laughs> it's not more so that I'm nice. It's more so that I like food too. What you nice? Whoa, <laughs> man, everybody, man. <laughs> Niggas want to call me simp so bad, bro. No, I ain't saying you, 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 you just a you're nice a, guy. You huh? nice, bro. Like, you like nice. I'm not even going to get into my, my women rant bag. I'm not going to get into that. Nah, man, let's go, man. We got a couple nah, minutes man. before we talk about Big Sean. Nah, I'm not going to rant. You know, this is, not, this is not the pot to rant about my love life and what I feel about women. Oh boy, I know some of them chicks that's listening right now turn this shit up to the max. What he say? I'm definitely. <laughs> I be I be I be fucking I be fucking you know Got towing the line on Twitter out right now. I be towing on Twitter. <laughs> I just know that certain people be watching my tweets. It don't even be women. It just be like. You got a group chat, niggas gonna say shit like, oh, "Bro, look at Mr. Fucking Horny over here." <laughs> fucking Twitter <laughs> and shit. And you got like music friends. It's like, oh, bro, like. Bugging like you are good like dang, like you get these shits off. That's why I'm, that's, I'm closer and closer to making a fucking burner. But I, want ahead, to, I want people to see it. That's the point. You gonna you gonna be like Pat and just take a profile picture with some shades, and then just be like that's that's the burner account. Like they don't know who it is on my Clark Kent shit. Maybe, possibly I don't fucking know. <laughs> but enough about me. Let's get on this big shine, man. So have we all listened to Detroit too? Yep, several yeah. times over because that shit was fine. twice, twice, <laughs> twice <laughs> for me, twice, twice. He listened just enough to go ahead and review the album, bro. Anybody seen that video? It's like a TikTok video. This white girl doing like the uh, like the responses of like being a white person. She's like, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Nah, I yeah, seen bro. That. I've been doing that shit ever since I saw. I've been doing that shit at work all the time. I'll be on the phone like. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. Do you get a better response? I don't know, but I know it just makes me not bored. So I just do it. (laughs) I just do it, man. Fuck that shit. Wow. But Detroit 2. Detroit 2. What is our first listen? I'm going to say on your first listen, uh, thumbs up and thumbs down. Where we at? I was in the middle. 
Yeah. I feel like it was some mid. I feel like it was mid at first. Yeah. I feel like it was mid. I, I didn't because think it was you, bad. I don't think it was bad, but when you call it Detroit too, you're thinking it's exactly. gonna be more of the same. So Yeah. And I felt it was even an even the announcement, I felt that it was like a desperate move. Cause I feel like once you start making part two of things, now you're like getting into like the you're in the long you're in the like deep part of your career now. You know what I mean? Like I don't even think he barely has how many albums? This is like, his fifth. That's what I'm saying. You five albums in, you're already finna make part twos. Like I don't know. That I just felt like once you now you now you, now you're getting desperate because now you what you're trying to do is cling on to the the nostalgia of one of your best best mixtapes, which I feel like is like. You know, you holding on to that big joker. You know what I mean? Like, niggas got big jokers they still holding on to. Like, if Drake say, I'm dropping fucking So Far Gone too, it's like, oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> to me, when I hear somebody making a part two, they just in the same mindset they was when they made that album. Which That's I true. believe he was because of he really, I feel like he was really, um, the, I think the only part that made it like very, very Detroit whether the interviews and the cipher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the interviews, absolutely. I feel like the interviews on the first one for first Detroit, I thought that most of the interviews interviews were from people who were from Detroit, but then I thought like, no, nah, I remember the one with Common and I never yeah. knew Common sounded like that when he talked for real. Like I heard him on Common movies. sounds exactly the same when he talks as when not he on, not on that fuck not in that fucking clip because I think he was eating or something. He sounded like that was a very relaxed comment. I saw him on Just Right. I seen the fucking movie. And <laughs> Just Right. That's what we're going to Just <laughs> Right. Well, he Out was of a new, all the stuff he's next. done, we're going to talk about Just Right. That wasn't, a good, that wasn't a good movie? There's so many other things we could compare this was, to. Was that not a good movie, though? It was all right. Thank you. Okay. So, but I heard him. He was, because he, I think he speaks very well and like, like precise on this one. He was like, Hell, man, because no. he was about yeah, to talk shit. about the strip club, and you yeah, know, he's like, I was, was a righteous brother. And he's he was like, like, I was yeah. in a strip club, and, and they had some good uh, chicken wings. I'm like, come on, come why does niggas? You know, like you this? wanted to say them cheeks was right, but yeah. like, they had some good chicken wings, and he started laughing. I immediately knew he old lady must have been in the car. <laughs> right, old lady yeah. had to be in the car when she was recording that. But yeah, but the interviews definitely, the stories definitely made it uh, reminiscent of the first Detroit. So he stayed on brand with that. Yeah. I don't really remember the promo videos of Detroit One. So when he was talking about, you know, I want to give snippets of videos, I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't really remember the snippets, but cool touch. Where, I like visuals. Were the snippets where he was on um, talking about love, fear, imagination? Wasn't no, that was in, that was that was in Detroit though. It that wasn't. was Hall of Fame. That was Hall of Fame. Uh yeah, he the was only thing home. I remember from Detroit One is the roll weed time snippet. See, I don't he remember. He was like in the force. And he was rapping. Damn, I don't remember that shit. Then again, what I could be thinking about is the time between Hall of Fame and Dark Star Paradise. Because he did a lot of promotion for that. But it was weird because he had like, that's when he was getting with Mike Will. And then Mike Will had an album he was pushing. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, um, they dropped that ransom. That's yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, 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 the snippet videos he dropped and everything was a nice touch. Uh, the pictures that he was putting out, like, Really marketing the album to condition us on, like, yo, get ready. This is going to be a moment. So I'm seeing all this, and I'm like, all right. I heard, I heard the first song that had uh, Sada Baby in the fucking video, twisting his dreads and shit. You know what I mean? I saw uh, 
you know, the Deep Reverence record with Nipsey, I really liked that record before before the project dropped. So I'm like, oh shit, this might be this might be a game changer for for a big shine. This is gonna be a project that's gonna that this is gonna like, you know what I mean, stamp the conversation. And um I was I remember I remember the, the day it dropped, the night it dropped, that midnight. Yeah. I was I was in a group chat arguing. You 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 was in the fucking group chat, bro. Yeah. I was in the group chat arguing Niggas about fucking logic. Slandering that boy. They was killing Big Sean like he was Wale. And it went from it went from Big Sean to Logic for three hours. While I, I had the sleep. album playing in the background. I, like, I, I gotta go to school tomorrow. <laughs> Y'all got it, man. I had yeah, the album playing the in the album background. I had yeah, Big Sean's album before. playing in the background and niggas arguing me about if Logic's a good rapper or not. I only want to get on that. <laughs> That was my first listen. That was my first listen. So I'm already mad listening to a Big Sean album that I feel like it's a fucking mid. And I'm like, man, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, all right, he rapping. And that's one thing that stood out was not only were the beats I thought were dope, but I felt like a lot of times Big Sean just be rapping rap sometimes. Like he just, nah. I feel like sometimes I hear him and he just be rapping rap. Like he just gonna say whatever just sound cool for the flow. But this one, I felt like he really, like you say, I took time into every bar. And I can and and I can I can hear that. So to me that was the thing that stood out in the album, which made me want to go back and listen again. And um so my first listen I felt was like some mid as fuck, because I was like, okay, it's like it's not bad. I know this is not bad, but it's not making me feel the whoa shit. It's not making me go to Twitter right away. If you can make me go to Twitter right away and say some shit, that's when it's like, okay. You know, what what you what what do you guys think about the first lesson? My first listen, <clears throat> it was it was cool. Um, my first listen, I didn't. I think I got up to Zen the fuck out, and then I stopped just because I was in school and shit. And then um, I finished it up, and then I was like, "Damn, this album's long." But I think it happened because I kind of like split it into two. <laughs> and also on top of that, when you see like twenty one songs, you're like, "Damn, twenty one songs? How is this twenty one songs long?" So it makes it seem way longer than what it really is but um after like listening the album's fairly concise it's pretty short um i skip wolves i think that's what makes it short okay. that's what i skip wolves because it just is it sounds it's just a very i know what it does i can hear that song being used like for commercials and stuff like that in the future or whatever but that's that's not my cup of tea but i feel like it had something on there for for everybody. After I listened the second time, you got like, because when I was listening to what people were saying about it, it was like, yeah, man, like, track one is hard, and like, Zen the fuck out, Zen the fuck out, Lithuania is hard, but I don't want, I didn't really want to hear the rest of that shit. So, obviously, those people want the more trappy like Big Sean, which is okay. understandable. And then you had people like, oh, okay, you got the songs like, like Lucky Me, and you got like the Deep Reverence or whatever, so mm -hmm. you got the people like, listening for the for the barred out you know, Sean or whatever. And then you got people listening to like, what's the one, um, Don Life. And then you got like Full Circle, which is just like, to me, like the swaggier, like Big Sean, like like you say, I'm gonna rap some shit that just sound cool or whatever. But I think it was something on there for everybody. And um, it was a very, very introspective album. And I, I think it was done well, like after like that, I was like, oh, okay, this I was pretty tight. And then I just kind of played it one time through in the career while I was doing stuff. And I think it was um it was pretty cohesive. It was put together well. 
Um, but yeah, I like it. Mm. Well, that's a very interesting first listen. Uh, what about you guys over there? I agree with Raul. I mean, it was put together pretty well. I did not like the first listen, but mm-hmm. I was also driving around and doing shit. But like, I played it in my car to see if, like, oh yeah, that's all right there. But it wasn't really, like, eh. But then, like, listening to it maybe, I listened to it maybe three, four times. <clears throat> it was pretty decent. Like, when it comes down to listening to the album, I like to hear a smooth transition track, 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 track. It was pretty good. But, I mean, I ain't a big Sean fan like that, so. It is what it is. I think we can all agree that this is an album that you might you, you may want to have to like actually have, take some time out to listen to yeah. to really get it because I feel like yeah. you know like Jazz come on let's hear the slander Darius let's go <laughs> like, yeah shit was trash yeah go ahead go Soda ahead. Baby was on it though that was cool and Nipsey but other than that ass juice I think you did it for us. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're finna hear. I mean, it's not worse than what you finna say, though, so go ahead. Nah, my um, my first listen to it, um, I got to, I think I got to uh, Harder Than My Demons, and then I just, I just uh, turned it off from there, because, like, like my first listen, <laughs> but just listen, oh. like, like, my first listen, it, it didn't sound like a, it didn't sound like, like, it was like a, like a story album for me. It sounded like he just picked some some beats and like he was just rapping on them. Like like with the with the switch ups with the So you album. wanted a you wanted like a narrative basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I like albums like that. Like uh like like Kendrick first album. Like that told uh, that, that told a story. So like like I thought like, I was uh, the first person to mention Kendrick, but I have been beat by uh, Gemini <laughs> brother. This is he's like we're connected by the stars. <laughs> wow. So you got the track seven and said, mm, "I'm good." Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I just I just listened to it today, like again, and um, it's 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 not bad. Like it's not bad, but like I have to be sitting down and listening to it. Like I can't be moving around and doing too much. So mm-hmm. it's it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Well, went from horrible to not bad to. I think uh, uh, I think one of the big reasons, like you said, we was in a group chat and them boys was them boys was tearing up, yeah. like just Big Sean itself. So I mm-hmm. kind of went in undermining it already mentally. Yeah, I think that's and that's one thing I said in the group chat too. Is like you know I think the marketing of an artist conditions us how we perceive that artist, let alone their music and how they release their music. You know, like. All of these artists we like for different reasons, you know. And then yeah. as a huge following, they they have their their core audiences like them for, you know, a particular reason too. Not just because of how good the music is, but because how the music, uh, how they connect to the music, you know, how that artist connects to those people. So um, with Big Sean, I just felt like out of a lot of the artists that we like, that we celebrate his tier, I think that he has like the the least of the, the the weakest connection to his audience base compared to all the other artists from the Drakes, the Kendricks, the Wale's, J. Cole's, like 
I feel like he has the weakest connection because of how he how he's just marketed to us. And it's in a weird it's in a weird way. He's like a very normal fucking person. Well like great rapping ability. You know what I mean? And I feel like everyone else don't really come off like that. But um but I could be wrong. That's just my you know, that's just how I may see no, him. I feel you. I agree. Like it's been so I think the game has been <clears throat> Condition to be like, you know, Trippy Red got red hair and like fucking mm-hmm. shark teeth. Fucking yeah. um, Uzi got purple hair and be acting like kind of fruity. Um, everybody like has a thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I feel like, you know, everybody has a thing. And like, if you don't have that thing, it don't set you apart. Like now you can't just be talented and that sets you apart. As far as a rapper, you can be like an artist. You could be a producer and stuff like that. You could be talented right. and be regular. But as a rapper... it's almost like you have to set yourself apart by doing specific things to kind of set yourself apart. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. to me, like Drake has his like, Oh, I sing to the ladies kind of thing. He's emotional. He knows how how to communicate his emotional. Has a, you know, higher level of thinking. I went to college and I want to be better for myself and people around me. He's actually very similar to Big Sean in a sense. Very, very similar to Big Sean. But his is, his just comes off more authentic. For some reason, I, I, I don't even think it's necessarily the story. It's just how he how he communicates. You know what I mean? Like how he how his interviews, his his. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think I feel like he's shown us more. Or he's done more. Been more vulnerable early on than Big Sean. I feel like Big Sean was like I'm gonna rap with a party, and then it went to maybe maybe like third fourth album. He started getting a little vulnerable. I mean, everybody lead a different life, you know. That's true. So, That's true. But I mean, all these we we got we got albums. We now we got albums that all these guys, you know, they they giving it up. They giving it us. They giving us the inside of like, yo, this is how I feel. This is what I've been going through. Stuff like that. So with Detroit too, I I felt that in the bars, and I felt like I listened to the interview he did on Apple with the girl in the desk, with, and he was like, you know, I really my goal was I want to make I want to make sure one of my fans are able to quote one of my lines as a tattoo, you know? Yeah. And he had, he had a lot of quotables. He had a lot of quotables. And um, my second listen going into it, I'm like, yo, this is, I listened to it in parts. I didn't listen to it all the way through. I listened to it in parts. Like, all right, I play a few songs, play the games or shit, or, you know, work or whatever. But when I playing, playing the album, I'm like, yo, I'm really, really liking the songs. And I knew the first time I heard the album, I knew that all the features were going to be the best songs from my first listen. And then the second listen, I really like the I really like non-trap Big Sean because I feel like he gets more his element of his natural voice. And when he raps, when he has to raise his voice when he rap, he kind of sounds weird. Like he's a very I think, and it just this is just my this is a hot take. I feel that Big Sean could be he's on the same branch or the same tree of like a very monotone like monotone rappers. Yeah, he is. He got that. Right. He got that voice that you will recognize whether he right. raps or whether he talks. Yeah, right. So like how currency, shit. like you know how currency doesn't raise his voice or lower his voice when he rap. It's the same no matter what beat it's on. Yeah, Big Sean raises the octave of his voice when he's on trap beats. So it. So even though he's monotone, you can still I'm hear like it. But, Kind of like yelling like Mick Mill. Um, yeah, like he's trying to yell like Mick Mill. But Mick Mill is not a monotone as rapper. Big Sean is. So when Big Sean raises his voice, it doesn't come off 
It don't sound cool to me. Mm-mm. Yo, that means a guy in the sound like, yo, what the fuck am I hearing right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? So when I, so when he does, but when he does shit like uh, body language, I'm like, oh, that's his bag. When he did fucking Lucky Me, I'm like, oh, that's his, that's his bag. Because his, it helps with his voice. Yeah, lucky it, he snapped on. He snapped. Yeah, on. I mean the beat was hard. You know what I mean? And like that's, I feel like when he is on, when I, I don't know the right verbiage, but when he's using that tone on those type of records, it it connects way better. When he has to do the trap beats and then raise his voice, yeah, the the bars is gonna be there because that has nothing to do with his voice. But sometimes, like like Dr. Dre had told Kendrick, like your voice is the instrument, it's an added element to the to the record. Mm-hmm. So your tone and everything matters to the whole feel of the song. And if that's off, it's like hearing an off key on an instrument in a production. So, so I think that's Kennedy another thing. sounded so great on all of his songs. Yeah, you know what I mean? And um, and I think that's what it is for me with Big Sean. It's like, oh, I think it's how he sounds. Because if he doesn't sound well to me, then the whole song is not going to sound well the beat can be hard if I if he's not on it, you know. If he if I'm in the studio with him and he rap shit in my ear, I'm like oh that shit sound dope, I'm like alright cool, you know what I mean. But when you put it all together, it's like oh something's off. It's like hearing hearing something off in a band. So yeah. um, that's why I didn't really gravitate too much to the trap records, even though I feel like even the ones that had like the trap drums and stuff like that on here, this was a better run at it than I've heard than the past two projects. The joint when he did with Offset, uh, what did he, did he do on Offset? He did on Offset on um, Metro Boomin. Oh yeah, 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 on Double or Nothing. Yeah. Oh, no, that was just that was just Metro Boomin. I'm tripping. That was just Metro Boomin. He did. It was just him and Metro. Yeah. Um, Metro the, the album he did with Metro Boomin, and then the um, I decided project. I feel like the trap the, the trap records on there. I didn't like how he sounded, so I didn't really like the record. But I, but this it was cool. Was Don like, Life was cool. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I was. Yeah, I, I mean if they come on cool. <laughs> Cause the beat, but like Don Life was dope. Um, Don Life, let's talk about how Hit Boy okay. did his thing flipping the Human Nature beat, even though that yeah. beat has been touched so many times. Yeah, yeah. Like, he did his thing to make it sound like like I was listening to the song, and then I was like, "Oh shit, this is Human Nature!" Like I was <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh okay." Like usually when yeah. people do Human Nature, they don't touch it at all. They just add something else. This nigga added like some extra junk, kind of like halfway syncopated it a little yeah. bit. I was like, oh, okay. Hey, man. Ooh. 2020? I, hey. Hit Boy is running for MVP. He's running up for, he's, he's, he's a, a good run up for MVP. Like he did his thing with Versus. Just a, just a, like a, a candidate oh, MVP the, like, of 2020. Of yeah, because he yeah. did his thing on Versus. That's how he, he premiered the Nipsey Big Sean record. He, um, he did against, that nice joint. Against Boy, Boy Wonder on Versus. He uh he did the Nas album. I think that Nas album is his crown jewel, cause so yeah. many so many new people have wanted. Now I wouldn't say have wanted, but have worked with Nas, but have not produced him as well as Hit Boy has. And he actually helped out. I mean, he, it, it's like a hip hop myth or uh, hip hop theory when it came to Nas is that he never has good beats. Yeah. And we thought that was gonna change with with Kanye West, which it did. But just like, well, he got better beats, but the songs aren't that great. You know, I, so, I just think the songs weren't mixed that well. On the, but now the with Hit Boy, it was like better beats, better songs, and all put together, the album sounds good. It's not too long, it's not too short. 
He gave some of the little... some of the songs aren't too long. Right. You know, I ain't gonna front. A lot of '90s rappers do have like, I have to rap three verses. Like right. they have to rap three verses. And throw a bridge on that bitch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he <laughs> and a skit. And he like, didn't do that. You know what I'm saying. You know who still does that? Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa will still. Wiz Khalifa don't care. I think Wiz Khalifa. He will still do three verses, a bridge. I'll be like, damn, this song, dude, you really studied. I knew Wiz. <laughs> I knew I knew Wiz was cemented in rap when he did that mixtape with like a billion songs on it, and um, he did a he did a uh, he did a, a a verse to the Missy Elliott beat, Missy Elliott record. It's my window. I, oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did a verse of that shit. And I was like, oh, he's cemented. He's good. He's good. He doesn't care. He made his yeah. money. I'm here. I can do what I want. I can rap whatever I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm gonna touch on that later on when we talk about yeah. some other projects. But yeah, but, yeah. but um, Hit Boy on this, I think he said he produced ten records on here. Yeah, a lot. Um, he did his thing. Key Wayne did his thing. The production, Key the Wayne, production, I told y'all, I told was on point. I feel like Key Wayne. Works with other people, don't he? Or yeah. Is he just he does? He's done shit with Beyonce. He's done shit right. with plenty of people. So yeah. he ain't He's very, very low key. Yeah, and uh, Big Sean mentioned too that after this album, he's, I guess, he's going to be off of good music, starting really? his own label. Yeah, he's yeah, starting I his own label. I have not heard that. I seen yeah. they working on Twenty Eighty Eight Part Two. Or he did mention that. And all I'm worried it, about. If That's it sounds anything like about body language. Before. He, you know, yeah. they gotta have. Give me, give me at least two, two give me two more records with Ty Dolla Sign. Please, please use that that uh, parsley ass nigga on any part of that album. Because Lord, that, even even that time in joint, that time in, mm-hmm. that hey. that time in was jamming. You know he was doing that shit with his old lady too. He goes, let me put some time in, let me put the tip in. I'm like, oh, every minute, <laughs> how we go from time to tip? Hey. Oh, you know you was recording that with your old lady. Body, I was singing that shit like every time between calls. I was singing that shit. Yeah, that's hey, that shit is stuck body, in my head. That song is definitely <laughs> stuck in my head. Yeah, man. Oh, this nigga. I ain't gonna front. I was waiting on a song like this. Um, after after I realized what kind of album he was doing, mm. because. I was waiting on another like um, play no games type song. So yeah, when yeah, I saw yeah. he had, um, I'm glad he chose. I'm glad he had a budget for Ty, and instead of choosing Chris, Chris would have been okay because Chris nice too. But I, it's something about Ty Dolla Sign, man. That boy levels up every year now. I don't know what it is. It's the low you harmony. Of Charlie Wilson, like he got a. Like, <laughs> it's, the, it's the low harmony. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want the singy, the sing song. You just want some low harmonies, and he mm-hmm. got that shit down pat. Yeah. Like I heard different with SZA. Don't get me started. Don't Man, me I started. got some of them songs. Um, I'm a little nuts since my computer broke. So <laughs> speaking of, wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. I thought this. I knew this album was going to be good from a long time ago. So I don't know if y'all remember. But Big Sean was going to do a concert series where every city he would go to, he on his website, he would put up every song he's done from his mixtape songs, from his first album, second album, all he put all the songs up on the website. And I think the night before, everybody would vote and then he would take and whatever songs got voted up the most, he would do those songs in that city. 
So I was ready. He was going to do that shit. Actually, it was going to be at the Ritz in Ebor. So I was ready. I was about to buy my ticket and everything. Next thing I know, the shit was canceled. He canceled the concert and he said, I'm canceling this concert because I got a lot of personal stuff I'm going through. There's a lot of issues or whatever, whatever. I just want to make good music. And I know y'all want this concert, but I don't want to compromise my next album by doing something I know I shouldn't be doing at this point in time. So I was like, okay, next album is going to slap. That's like, that's all I knew. I was like, next album is going to be good. And with hearing that, I knew it was going to be a lot of stuff he was going to um, rap about you, himself. Are you saying that because he canceled the concert or he's going, he was going through some shit? No, because he canceled the concert. Like, oh, okay. you oh, know, a nigga got to be album. going through some heavy shit to like yeah. say, fuck the money. Because this concert is going to be a very popular, I mean, who go, you know, everybody is lives for like retro songs. Oh, I want to hear right. him do this again. And to hear right. him do it in concert, like, years, years after he's already, mm -hmm. like, the man or whatatever. So I was like, damn, he canceled the concert? He's saying fucking yeah. money? He finna, I was like, okay. So we got some shit coming. So, so Detroit, too, is what has come as a result of him canceling that concert for me. And I was like, it was it was worth it. Well, speaking of speaking of songs or track lists, I, I want everybody to give their, their favorite three records off of this album. According to Darius... Those are going to only be between the first seven records. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. You said he listened to it again, right? Yeah, I listened to it again. Oh, okay. okay. So you make up seven options. I'm going to start with mine. Um, I'm gonna I hate when you do this because I'd be wanting to listen, but I don't want to get the. You know, I don't want to play the music on the pod. Get us, yeah, get us yeah, pulled yeah, off the internet. Yeah. <laughs> So hold on, now. Um, I'm gonna hold on. I'll be right back. I got I gotta be real quick. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? This guy, like, man, this podcast is brought to you by <laughs> us, nigga. We ain't gonna Jesus Christ. So what? Are, what are your top? What are your top? My top three. Um, they no order. These are just my favorite three. Um, I'm gonna go with Lucky Me. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, body to, uh, body language, and then last but not least, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna deep reverence. Deep reverence. Those are my three. Yeah. Those are my three. Lucky me is definitely my number one. That shit's fire. Zen the fuck out. <laughs> I was between Zen the fuck out and what's it Lithuania, which Lithuania. that was that was like my fourth one, but I didn't like that better than D reference. But yeah, that was good. And then uh, harder than my demons. I think I like that song more now because I just recently watched the music video and the music. Yeah, that song is really good. fucking good. I might, change out. I might change out. I might change out one to be honest, because <laughs> that shit is good. Yeah, that shit is good. Like the way that the beat, the the rap, like the the flow was on point. Mm hmm And that shit was good. Yeah. Sound to break hearts. Oh, you know, let's gonna listen to three songs that fast. Nah, man, I just had to go ahead and get get the vibe of the ones, my main ones. Y'all went already? Right. Y'all did. Well, I tell you, so I I repeat mine. Oh. And I'm I'm really close to switching out one since uh, Jazz said it, but mine's is uh, Lucky Me, Deep Reverence, and Body Language. I could see exactly why you picked those. Those look like Derek songs. <laughs> With all due respect. 
With all due respect, I, it's not no. It ain't. I don't mean bad. I just I know you. That's basically it. Jesus Christ! All right, go ahead, Jess. <laughs> I did. I said, "Lucky me." I was between Zen the Fuck Out and Lithuania and Harder Than My Demons. Word. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full circle. Don life. And respect it. Okay. Amen. Full circle hard too. Full circle <laughs> hard, man. Yeah. That yeah, when man. like Puffy came in talking, I was yeah. like, "Whoa, that's that's a nice little, that's a nice little, you know." That is that is impersonated for talking. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Niggas just want to just want to get on me because I said I knew his songs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, let me see. If I had to, uh, let me see. Uh, deep reverence. Okay. Um, body language. Um, and it was between guard your heart and a uh, full circle. That guard your heart is nice. Yeah. No one liked it. Friday night cipher. It was too long. It, it was, was tight, but I don't. I don't. I'm not. Gonna, that's not something I'm gonna run to and put on. Like nope. if they yeah. come on, I'll let it go. But. I ain't gonna be like, oh, let me go to Friday Night Cypher. But the got, way them beats the got song. flipped up on they Friday Night was, Cypher, oh my gosh. Didn't listen to the full song. I'll tell you that right now. Well, what? Oh, well, wow. You sleep. Yeah, yeah for real. I'm gonna tell you, you sleep. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, Darius listened because he was like, oh. I'm not gonna listen. You know, Friday Night Cypher, you know what I mean? Like, I thought I ain't gonna care. I thought you were gonna say Friday Night Cypher too. But uh, <laughs> that's a Darius song. <laughs> you really, you really, I, it's a long song, but. They the beat flips like three or four times. Which I've heard. I've heard in the interview. <laughs> that, yeah, I didn't, I didn't listen to the whole I song. mean, when he flipped the We Gonna Make It beat, I was like, ooh. And then the when they flipped Simon Says on the baddest, I was I'm like, trying to get oh. to the damn song. Nah, I said another song. You should have <laughs> listened to when I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh yeah. Nah, Friday Night Side, I ain't gonna front. I really... I didn't think I was going to appreciate Friday Night Cypher because I started listening to it and I heard T Grizzly. I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? And then I was just like, this song is nine minutes long. Like, that's a, one of the first things I said. Exactly. And I was like, Ugh. You know, but I have a duty as a podcaster to listen to the whole song. Derek, so, hometown, <laughs> the whole song. <laughs> all right. Nigga, look at this nigga. But, Good enough. It'll I listened to it, and then then I heard like some of the beat changes, and I was like, okay. And then like the beat changed again, and I was like, all right. And then people was going, and then like you heard Royce come on and mm-hmm. body it, and then yeah. Eminem, goddamn, yes, doing what Eminem does. I was like, this is a damn good, and you know that's what Detroit is about. Detroit is yeah. about battle rap, so mm-hmm. I think. I commend him for putting that on the album because he didn't have to. He really right. didn't have to put a nine minute album of yeah. I like when I like when niggas. I like when artists take risk and do something out of the ordinary and put a record like that on their projects. For me, the last person that did something like that that I appreciated was um, Absol, and he did that on uh, these these days. These it? days, he put his he put his uh, rap battle with um, mm-hmm. uh, daylight. Yeah, daylight. daylight. You know, I'm like, man, that's dope as fuck. That's why he's yeah. my favorite, though. But yeah, but um, yeah, Detroit. Yeah, he didn't have to do that. And on top of that, I know he probably put himself in a position because I'm sure there's plenty more Detroit rappers 
that was yeah. in the cipher because I was yeah. watching this Angie Martinez um interview and he was like, Yeah, there was a lot of people and he goes, Some people we had to like kinda cut their verses kinda short just for the cohesiveness of the song so it could like flow better. And people were like, Man, why you cut my verse? And he goes, There's some verses that he just couldn't pick that were hard. He goes, But the song was already long. He goes, I had a longer verse, but yeah, I even cut mine down. You know what I'm saying? So that's you know, like you said, that was damn sure it was a risk he took. And um, you know, it ended up being good, but you can't call the album Detroit too and not rep for Detroit. And I think that's the probably the best way he could rep by doing what Detroit is known for, which is battle rapping. So mm. that's so what that's is, why I looked at it differently after I like listened to it. So now that we, we we've heard this album, what does this what does this do for Big Sean in regards to I would say his catalog? Do you see this? What do you see this ring in his catalog? This is, this is his best it's project? It's above Hall of Fame. It's above yeah. Hall of Fame. Well, that's not saying a lot. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's right under Dark Sky Paradise. Oh, wait, yeah. when you say his catalog, do you mean like... Just albums? Albums, okay. yeah. Yeah, it's under Dark yeah. Sky. It's like yeah. Dark Sky, mm-hmm. Detroit 2. Yep. Okay. Same here. Same here. Okay. I mean, it was, a, it was a really good album, man. Like, you can't front on, like, shit he said. He's right. really talking about, like, enlightenment, like, enlightenment mm-hmm. like getting to know yourself taking mm-hmm. time for yourself helping other people out and you right. know it's funny i heard somebody say like man i don't like happy and love big sean which is it sucks because you it's almost like people don't enjoy music that's positive anymore like Maybe you gotta you, be going through a breakup but happy and love big sean is soft you got and that's when people feel like they get the best music when a nigga's fucked up when a nigga binging on drugs, a nigga, this nigga made a great song. A because great we like, album. we like pain. Pain well, I mean, comes off, cool. pain comes off well on, on wax, which great. we can all agree. But, but love also comes out great on wax. That's true. And I think that. AKA Divine Feminine. That right. album was all that's about love. And that's probably album. the best love album I've ever heard. And I think with Big Sean, when it comes to him being happy and in love and in relationships, we've always got great albums. Like we got 2088, we got Dark Sky Paradise. Was he not like in love at that time? Uh, I don't think he was. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was. With, I thought he was with old girl. That don't mean he was happy or yeah. in love. I mean, he it was. was it was. It was. It was like rapping to each other at, at like a listening party and stuff. You come out? Is that before or after Dark Sky Paradise? That was on Dark Sky Paradise. That was on Dark Sky. Oh, I, I thought that was a song that was about. You know, Lord God bless her soul. But that was about that was about the girl Rivera. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. You know what I mean. So that I don't think that's like love. If he's saying I don't fuck with you, I know. But that's I mean, of course she's talking about the past or whatever. But in the moment, you're talking about some deep times, deep some dark times in his life that he had experienced to date. Right. That's what Dark Sky was to me because you talk you talking about deep. You talk about skyscrapers. Yeah, but I'm talking. I'm not talking about necessarily the content of the music. I'm talking about. In this current time, like if he's in a if everything's good with his relationship, I feel like he's more focused and his and his music. You can see it in the music. Yeah, that's what, I'm saying. what he's talking about. And, and I, I had I heard somebody say, I don't want to hear no happy rapping Big Sean. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Why not? Like the only artist I want to hear happy and sing about their fucking relationship is Chance Rapper. Like we Why? Why you can't hear? Uh, Did you hear the big day? Rapper? Did you hear the big day? I don't. I didn't ask you that. Why can't you hear a happy rapper? 
Why everybody got to be fucked up? Well, if you hear the Big Day, you'll know why. That's why. Big Day. That's what I'm saying. That's my answer. But you don't like that album. Because that nigga was happy and singing about, I love my wife. I love my wife. <laughs> but you ain't answer my question. Why? Because it comes out corny. So the music, the content can be corny. The content comes out corny. It's a cool way and a fly way to do everything. You know who do, You know who make good relationship records and make it flies a bit? Currency. Yeah, but Currency has made great records, and this nigga been talking about how he's in a committed relationship. He's a dad, and he ain't dropped not an inch of cool. Why can't other rappers do that? That's also just as cool. If well, I mean, that you can. thought was cool, as you can see, yeah, that I thought was cool. <laughs> had did it, and he did it well. Right, but yeah. So I just, I just on, wish we could drop that stigma of like, if a nigga yeah. doing well, then right. the album is gonna be trash. I think, I think, I think that stigma is kind of drop. I just think that you got a lot of inner people. You got a lot of inner people who just like what they like, and at the end of the day, that's just art. And some people just perceive art the way they want to, which is cool. You know, because hey, 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 don't be taking my line, nigga. Yeah, I say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time. Be like, oh, look at this old happy nigga over here. That's what I get when I say, hey, man, you know, music is subjective and people gonna like what they like and they don't. Oh, look at this nigga want to be all positive. I'll be like, yeah. damn, I can't even I say that nothing too. like that. I get that too, and I tell and I tell you that I say people's stuff is trash. I said that I didn't like Big Sean's music like that or his last couple projects. Yeah, you did. In a group chat. Oh, this nigga always came for Big Shine. Huh? What? <laughs> Come on, man. Like, <laughs> Duh, that was the longest, weirdest bash session I've ever been a part of. I remember I, I did like this. I looked at my phone. I was like, yeah, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was like, yo, these niggas, like, they got an agenda against this man. You would have thought yeah. Big Shine was Ben Laden. Damn. Exactly, man. And, and, and then it's it weird. Bad. Like, when we talk about sports, it's, it's different because we're not in that we're to, to keep it a buck we're not in that we're not in that field so we can we can spectate and con- and speak how we want when it comes to sports because none of us are trying to be a coach a, a basketball player or, a, or anything in the in the realm of basketball so when we comment and talk about the finals or the Lakers or whoever the fuck you know what I mean we can we, it's all you know, it's nothing to be taken seriously and I don't look at you like nigga. How you gonna say this nigga trash at basketball, but you over here averaging two points a game in high school or at, at junior college or something? But when we talking about music, it's hard for me as someone who is a rapper to say that this guy who's the, who's doing it on a bigger scale and who's been successful at it to say that he trash. It's just hard for me to say that. Not on anybody, like anyone who's successful in any realm in the, in, the, in the entertainment industry, definitely in the hip hop, it's hard for me as a rapper to say that they're trash because I would love to be in that seat as well. And because I'm not, and I'm trying to be there, I'm just coming off as like a, a spiteful ass hater. Like I'm just being, I'm just, a, I'm just literally hating on this person. You know what I mean? Yeah. That doesn't mean that I have to compliment everyone that's successful. I have to always talk about the good of people. Yeah, you can give your opinion, but it's just sometimes these opinions can be a little bit too far towards like this is this is he's trash he's he's not shit like come on like then what are are you gonna be honest with yourself because if he if he's trash and and he's there then what does that say about you you know so there's always gonna be somebody that don't like somebody I just try to hear them out and understand why you don't like them and then go Mm -hmm. on. 
I will say though, with this with this album, the reason why I mentioned the whole when artists get into nostalgia, the nostalgic bag is because I feel like that's one of the last moves you make because it's not like where do you go after that? You know what I mean? Like where do you where does he go after Detroit too? That's an artist for you, man. That's but that's another but once once again, everything is gonna be you're just gonna have to rework older things. Now you gotta do another twenty eighty eight project. Then you're gonna have to do you're gonna do another Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Try to make Hall of Fame like re you know, change what we felt about Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? So it's like is he gonna get to another is he gonna get into the final fi uh finally famous series again? Like I feel like once you go into the nostalgic bag, it's it's you don't really have much room to go after that. You know what I mean? He could drop whatever he wants now. He's like, hey, I wanted to put on for Detroit. I did it. And then right. we're going to keep it moving. But it's like he did that with Detroit, right? So I put on for my city. Like, I do the Detroit, right? But when you go back to making second versions of older work, now it's like you kind of – it's like your your creativity will has probably timed out, and now you're trying to see what you can do to just make things better. I mean, you know I mean, if we gonna keep it a buck, fucking Detroit was supposed to be an album, and then the label didn't see it as such, and right. that was that. So he could have probably, I'm gonna finally put out Detroit mm -hmm. that I've wanted to. Okay. I have to name it Detroit too. I can't name it Detroit. I have to name it Detroit too because this is what I wanted to do way back. But now, since yeah. I'm Big Sean, I can finally put out what I want. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like when when rappers are like. You less than you 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 know you haven't you less than ten albums out, and you're already doing double versions of mixtapes or albums. I just feel like, all right, I feel like he's kind of like he doesn't really have any more creative albums left, and he's just gonna like continue on series. Another artist that did that for me, um, that came out around the same time is Casey Veggies. Casey Veggies went back into the customized. I think he did the customized greatly. Yeah. I think they cut my great before as an album or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, as much as I like that series, it's like, oh, he was, I thought it was, he was really dope with coming up with ways to keep up like with vegetables and shit like that when it came to like album titles. And now he's coming back to the customized great. And it's like, oh, maybe he's running out of ideas. But that's just my take on it. You know, no, I feel you. A lot of times when, uh, like you said, an album comes out like that, I'm just, uh, it'd be trash. Like, you be thinking, like, oh, he coming out with this again? That's like if Wiz decided to do Christian Orange Juice 2. You're going to think it's going to sound. The vibe or the melodies on that album is going to be that of Christian Orange Juice. Yeah, because you're playing off of nostalgia at this yeah. point. But, so, you which know, I hope Wiz never does. I hope yeah, I hope he never does, does not, that either. And but, if um, he does do that, that means he is coming towards the end of his creativity box because he has no other ideas. He has I can't say that. I can't say that. Classic. Such a classic. Think, I mean, nah. I don't. Nah. I don't think just because a nigga named an album for some old shit he did, I don't think he's not does not create. Like if Kendrick, like if, I hate the random Kendrick when I'm talking about Big Sean, but if Kendrick comes out with fucking uh, a, a second version of any of his albums, I'm like, oh shit, he had no other great ideas. If he came out with Section 82, you wouldn't be hyped. I'm gonna always be hyped for Kendrick music. It's like I was hyped right. for Big Sean. Well, man. It's, it's, there it's it goes. About, but it's not about it's not about being hyped because I was hyped for Big Sean shit. But I was still like, damn, like I'm always I'm always glad when these things put out music. We need to keep putting out music because the greats before them 
we're putting out music every year, every every year, every two years. So if he came out with Section 82, and he didn't call it Section 82, it was like 82, like 82, like the number 82. Like the heart part five. Or like, if you came with Section <laughs> oh, 82, songs, would you cool. be like, you Kendrick is close to the end of his creative road? Would yeah, say that? I, I, would, I would be worried because he's somebody that, and when it comes to that mindset and being create, creative with albums, he's somebody I see as a top tier, like genius of that. So when I see him doubling down on like other albums that he's already came out with, it's like, oh shit, we're not going to be surprised with a new, a new thought, a new think piece. It's like let me add more to this think piece, and that's what I feel. So I think um, Big Sean is going to continue to double up on albums. Only like I think Twenty Eighty Eight has already been expected for the part right. two, and like yeah. Raul said. Detroit was a mixtape. And with him going on to his own production and leaving good music, he'll mm-hmm. probably come out with better music than what he came out with before. Maybe. We'll see. I just feel like good music really had nothing to do with his, with his album. I just feel like he was just, you know, he was just on the team. I didn't feel like huh. they... Like, I feel like he... His label is just going to be his team that he has why he was on the good music. It's just that now they're just not going to be on good music. It's just going to be under whatever the name of the album was. It's going to be called Finally Famous Records or whatever the fuck. But I just think that it's just going to be Key Wayne, Say It Ain't Tone, and some other motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be the same. Yeah, it's going to be the same crew. Just it's not going to say exactly produced by Kanye West. Um, or it might. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, I just figured it probably wouldn't if he ain't going to be on good music. But... Damn. Uh, but you see Kanye talking about his contract, so. Yeah, I mean, are we done with Big Sean album? Are we yeah, done? Yeah, let's we, get into yeah. that Kanye Let's get talk. to it. Let's get to it. Let's get into the yay, the yay strip. Let's get into that. She getting right. gazy out here, man. Um, I think I like one it. thing I, about the contract <laughs> talk. I like it. Um, yeah, I like it. Crazy. But you, not crazy. But you, you, you said you're not I, crazy I'll just about say it? that. Kanye is not crazy, bro. Everybody oh, no, else, I don't think he's crazy either. Yeah, but as far as the, <laughs> but as far as the um the contract talk, it sucks, but you you still signed it, money. I mean, but that's everybody. Like still, it's it's like it's like one of the yeah. Well, one of the things he said, one of the things he said, he was tweeting today. He was tweeting. He 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 put out uh, which he don't need somebody to teach him how to use the thread shit on Twitter. But he was he was doing like um a breakdown of like what he see as a restructured contract and he was going over certain things and what he said one of the things he said was an advanced all of this is a loan i've been saying this shit since last year like getting an advance from a record company is like going down to fucking instant loan and getting the loan that is going to have even more horrible interest when you pay when you got to pay it back because they may have certain stipends or certain things in your contract that won't that won't count when you're trying to fulfill certain things in the, in the contract, you know? So I just feel like what he's talking about, like, this is what you need to talk about. This is what you go crazy on. A lot of times people just like, we cool with you, Kanye, but sometimes you come out a little crazy because people feel like you talking about shit that we, that we feel you have no business talking about. Oh, say they have 2013, you going off ranting about designing and, and not getting this with Nike and the third, and everybody like, bro, you do music. What you what you crying about clothing? I felt it when you were saying that shit, though. But I felt I felt it too. But the majority is, nigga, you do music. Why are you arguing about clothing, right? Because we don't even know his battle. 
Same thing when he was talking about, you know, he was not now. It's the same shit. It's the same shit when it comes to uh, being um, a politician. You know, we feel like, bro, what the fuck are you talking like? Dang, but, he, but, he, but, but he said nothing wrong in that in that presidential speech. He I said feel nothing you, wrong. I feel you that he said nothing wrong. But I'm just saying that the general the Harriet Tubman thing speech. Listen, he got some wild takes, and I and ever since, <laughs> no, every time saying. you have to understand, like Kanye, Kanye well, tells you <laughs> on the on the less on the less popular interviews, he tells you who he is. So when you see the bigger pop, uh, bigger interviews, then you can you have to. That's going to help you understand why he says things he says. Which is why I don't blame people who truly are fans of Kanye who watch the little interviews can call out his bullshit because he will say when I be talking, I be listening for like the sound bite. Like what's like what's the good bars? Like if it just sounds like a bar when it comes to just talking shit, I'ma say it. So he knows it's it's like this. When when everybody knows the huge like crazy line that Biggie Biggie Small said when he was like, girl you look so good, I saw when your dad just did like Biggie knew that that was gonna be crazy. Paused. Biggie knew that was gonna be crazy, right? He knew I know niggas spend a while out when I say this shit, right? That's yeah. what that's what Kanye West said on a, on an interview with Charlemagne when he was talking about like, what do you say to people who say, oh, you're saying this or you talking about slavery was a choice? And he's like, man, sometimes I be thinking about stuff, bro. Sometimes I, I hear things and like sound like, oh, this would be dope if I say this. Oh, this is gonna sound like. Now, I don't know if that's just like the rapper in me. So when he says certain things, I look at it as like, oh, he's trying to get the reaction that we're giving him. He's trying to get that reaction. So for that, I say, chill the fuck out. You didn't have to say the, you didn't have to say the Harriet Tubman shit. You're saying that because you know it's gonna get the reaction. You, you're trying to go for the bar that's gonna screw people's faces. That's bullshit, don't do that. You know what I mean? That's why I, I mean, fault him. It hurts him more than it helps him. Right, so, but of course, he's gonna go off of brute facts, which are, you're saying this to, you, you only said it to get a reaction. You didn't say it because it was a fact. You just said it to get a reaction. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, yeah. Of course, we didn't own shit. So, of course, she freed them so they could work for, at least they have the choice to work for other people. But um, the general conception is that he's he has these rants about certain industries that he's new in that people feel like he shouldn't be arguing about. And that's why I disagree with the general conception of him. Oh, yeah, I understand. But... He's right now. He's ranting about music, so you don't really see nobody saying, "Yo, he need to shut the fuck up." Like, no, this guy has dominated in this arena, so he got every range to talk about this arena. Like, he everything he say, this is what you pay attention to, and you can't say he wrong or say he crazy. No, this is what he dominates saying. He's the music guy, and he's and he ranting about some music shit. And the crazy thing is, he got his billions outside of music, so he damn sure like I don't give a fuck about none of these motherfuckers. I'll, I'll tweet they. I'll tweet pictures of their phone number, uh, of their names. I'm finna, I'm finna, you gonna have to deal with me. Like, I don't, I don't really care about the music for real. I care I don't about, think... Go ahead. well, I don't wanna say he don't care about the music, but I feel like he's not tripping off of what, what's gonna happen with my next album. I mean, I'm, I'm making billions off of shoes yeah. and, and clothing. Like, we're, we're not, we're not, I'm not playing with y'all. I, I totally agree with that. I think, the reason people ain't really saying much is because we're getting used to it. We're getting used to Kanye kind of just going off. And so it's not really a thing now. It's like, oh, what he said? Oh, before when he was talking about the Nike shit and I want to design for Louie and doing all that, it was new. 
You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, it feels like Kanye goes off. Like it's almost like every three months. That's a little bit of it. Something. I think it's a little bit so, of it. The other part is that when I people do complain, they get met with, "Bro, you gotta chill." He's he has mental disorder. Like you gotta chill. So they get met with that. Which I also think yeah, is like that I don't too. Give a fuck about that shit. Everybody but got people don't care. Like everybody's yeah. just like, "Oh, Kanye going off again." You seen the tweets? Nah, I ain't seen them. I check them. That's how it is now. I'm, I'm a, like I see what he's talking about. Uncle at the party that you know gonna wild out. Like, yeah, like it's that's yeah. what you're getting to. <laughs> but now even he's the though like that you are totally correct, he is a he's somebody to do who, shit in music. Like he knows music and he's totally within his rights to say things because people. Feel, right. I totally agree with that. Jay Z is not going to have this open conversation with the world about his contract. Jay Z don't have open conversations with the world at all. He's very right. closed off. But, 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 so, but I'm saying, but it still feeds into the mystique. And, and because of that, it may allow people to continue this whole regime of bad contract signings and whatnot. It's like, cool, you can do, you can use triple entendres and drop game in your albums. Cool. But like Kanye didn't, Kanye is not dropping shit in an album. He's still in shit in tweets that you can, you can download Twitter for free and, and look at shit. He posts his contract online for you to see. We will need like four fucking albums from Jay-Z to kind of get to them to that level of information. You know what I mean? So it's like we have somebody that's at the same as a as a as a hip hop goat at this point who's being the most transparent than any other person about the music industry, which we often say that we've never knew shit about the 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 direct facts of someone's contract unless it was coming from an interview from someone who no longer was relevant. This is somebody that's still that is at a peak in, in music and in relevancy. You know what I mean? Like, Drake's not going to do this. Kendrick's not going to do this. Jay-Z's not going to do this. Beyonce's not going to do this. You know what I mean? Like, somebody who's on that level, who's been just as successful, if not more, more successful than all those people, is being this transparent. This is the most wildest shit ever. This is like Michael Jackson came out in the 90s about his contract and posted his shit and be like, Sony is really fucking me over right now. Like, the world would fucking... Freeze over if that shit happened. You know what I mean? So with Kanye West doing this, this is like, I don't. I know people are like, man, he ran this and whatnot, and it's like, I right, don't care. But it's like, what he's doing is fucking wild. And if you are in music, you need to pay attention because he can I actually, think, he might actually change some shit. I think music people have been paying attention for a while now with niggas getting like shitty deals. You know? Yeah. What I'm I think people still have them. always been aware. Yeah, they still get them because you got to think. There's some people that don't have an option. There's some niggas like, if I don't get this deal. I don't know where I'm gonna live. I don't know where I'm gonna eat. I don't know where I'm gonna sleep. Like, mm-hmm. so you gotta you gotta chalk it up to that too. But you yeah. got other people on the other hand, you can look at people like Young M.A., who's like le- legit, legit independent mm-hmm. and really, really out here killing shit. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So, it's just that we but even then those people aren't she's still not as transparent as Kanye is being. Like everyone there's a lot of uh myths when it comes to hip hop that is relevant with like are synonymous with like street culture where it's like like no snitching shit like that right but then you got like the game is supposed to be sold not told which only just to me i think holds people back you know what i mean like we got to be cool about when we give giving information as opposed to just saying hey let me give you this information or oh, i gotta tax you for this information it's like all that does is hold people back because if people don't have money like the whole kodak shit the kodak shit with master p master p Kodak said the reason why he don't really fuck Matt Speed on because he he uh you know was down with Matt Speed mentoring him 
because he looked up to Master P, but then Master P was like, you know, I'm going to need this much money. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, how does that sound? You got to think, even if he had the money to do it, it's just that, like, that method, that that whole way of, like, the industry and music and or hip-hop, rather, that shit got to go. That shit got to go. No one likes that shit. All it does means, all that, all that, all that shows to me is that that person is fearful of you becoming maybe better than them. So before you get to a success that may be better, let me get let me get mine real quick. That's all that shows to me. It's fear, and it's like if you if when you truly help someone, if you're truly helping somebody, you don't fear that person. You know what I mean? If I I don't I don't, I don't fear you being where I'm at. Like I want to help anybody, not at the expense of I'm only gonna help you so you can be still under me. Like I don't need to always be above you. To help you, you know what I mean? Like I just don't, I don't agree with that that method, and I think that's so drenched in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, like, what he's saying. So I don't say courageous, but it's like it's. I oh, it's courageous because apparently there was an NDA on that on that contract. So this is very courageous. And what's the fine? A million. Cool. Uh, I mean, here, I here it is. Under, you know what I mean? regardless, is <laughs> is. You say you don't know if it's courageous. I think it's courageous because I mean it may, it may be, but it's like when it comes to Kanye, I don't even think I don't even look at it as courageous no more. I just I just think that this is a, it's very wild that this is happening, and like I'm paying attention. I like all the posts just to see what's going on, so I can go back to it later. Um, but yeah, man, I just don't. I never just like I never liked that. I never liked that type of like method when it came to like giving games shit like that. Because me, I talk to anybody that want to listen, that want to know what I know. You know, and not just because I want to talk, because I like to help. Apparently, and they got a section off an hour too, hour two to listen to this. Nigga. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? I get it, I get it from my, my mom and my grandma. They long me. I go over there and she start talking to me. I'm like, man, I'm trying to find an exit now. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, it's but when I even when I help somebody, it's I can't tell how many times I get people that come to be some chill and say, yo, man, we was actually trying to like throw like a producer event and. I know how that feels when you feel like you need, to, you need to come to the person for approval because they're kind of doing this and you don't want to seem like you're biting. Yeah. I know how that is. And because I did that. And when I came to that person or those people, those people wanted to try to like tax off of, the, off of my idea. Like they, they had to just one up me somehow. Oh, shit. Yeah, bro. Like you can do that. And we'll like work behind the scenes and like, you know, like why you got to get a piece of my idea because I'm brought to, I brought it to you because I thought it was cool. Why you gotta come up off my shit? You know what I mean? Like niggas that's gonna because nigg. niggas is fearful that oh my shit might be better than theirs and they gotta be a part of it somehow. So Which it is because we out here folding <laughs> deep. What's up? But that's that's <laughs> right. So a lot of those guys that be like, yo man, I was thinking about doing. It. You know what I say, man? Do that shit, man. Do that shit. We need more of that. You know it's only I mean? gonna make it bigger and it's we gonna make it easier easier yeah. for us to find venues to do shit because everybody's used and to. I don't, and I don't say, oh, I need to partner with you, or I need to, and I say, hey, if there's anything I can, that I can do to help, just let me know. But do that shit, bro. That's and like when you ask no me one, to DJ. There's no, gen, uh, no one's being genuine in the music Exactly. Industry. I just, they may be genuine, but they don't realize that that's not genuine. You know what I mean? Because it's been, it's, it's so drenched in hip hop. Genuine that, like, snakes. People it's just genuine. do, people just do that. They just feel like the game should be, we, people who thought, there's a whole generation that feels like Jay-Z is the coolest person ever. And there's a whole generation that thinks Kanye West is. And there's a whole other generation that thinks it's Drake. You know what I mean? And then there's another whole generation that thinks it's Travis. So if you got people who are keep pushing this, the game is to be sold, not told, 
And it's basically like, you know, like, like, I feel like the, the, the whole theory of pimping is going to be abolished soon. They're going to be like, oh, these niggas are sex traffickers. And the whole mentality of being a pimp, this and the third should just be done with hip hop. Why we have to have the mentality of a pimp? We got a pimp business. We got a pimp. This and the third is like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's going to come up soon. But that whole the games to be sold, not told shit is to me, I just don't, I don't agree with that. And I feel like with Kanye, I think he's like big enough to go against that shit. And I think hopefully this starts a trend and where we actually see change because people won't continue to get fucked over when it comes to their music contracts because honestly, there's nothing out here that's being genuine with a help artist. Everybody trying to make money off of the naive. The more naive and younger you are, the quicker those people get signed. And you really? see this happening like wildfire in fucking Central Florida right now. Motherfuckers can sign left and right. And I'd be like, damn, these yep. niggas signing, you know, these niggas signing these deals with these labels that are under this label that's under this label. And I'm pretty sure they don't even know. They probably need to read their fucking contract, but they mama need this. They probably yeah, baby. Exactly. Third. Of, and that sucks. Being a pinch. I mean, you know that, yeah. that shit looks like Instalon just bit just being built or M. Scott being built right around all these black neighborhoods. Say, like, hey. We know you need some extra money to cover that light bill. Go ahead and borrow from us. They just heard it in your song. Just pay us a little extra when you get there. And just so you know, Am Scott is owned by a black man. Is it? It is. Look at that. That's wild. Just that is wild. That's wild. Am Scott is owned by a Negro. That's wild. <laughs> I, I don't I don't agree with that. But the Kanye Ranch though, like I, will, I can't wait to see what it, what happens. I think that sometimes he can get a little far out of like out of touch with what his main goal is, which I'm pretty sure everyone who rants on Twitter does that. You get into like five tweets and uh, six tweets, like I probably that had nothing to do with what I was talking about. He ain't gonna be as out of touch when Wiz say he gonna smoke his KK, and he was like, "Leave my wife out of this." <laughs> Losing. That's when mind. I knew Kanye was like, "Oh yeah, you, you, you not, you not on the wavelength." Bro, no more. <laughs> yeah. That nigga Wednesday, I'm gonna smoke this cake. You good? I'm gonna go ahead and smoke this cake. And you leave my wife out of this. I know Wiz looked at that tweet and had to die laughing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I, and I know more and more uh, rappers are gonna start coming out with like Hit Boy. You mentioned his situation. He was like, I, I, I'm down with what Kanye's talking about, but I stopped fucking with Kanye after he told me he won't. He stopped taking my beats because I work with Beyonce. And then Kanye West responded like, it, well, basically Kanye West was like, it wasn't the fact that you worked with Beyonce, it was the fact that you were assigned to me and I didn't know you were working with these people, which I don't get why he has to know. I feel like, I don't, I don't know, but that's weird. Um, yep, it is. But you, I feel like you're going to start seeing more stories and stuff like that about what's going on from other rappers. You know, but at the end of the day, if Kanye was to actually change, help change the industry on how the business is conducted, every artist is going to benefit. So it's kind of like, let me not really hate, but I'll be down for the cause, but I still got my reservations about this nigga. Yeah. I don't don't think Kanye's rent is no greater than Joe Budden's rent <laughs> on Spotify. Right. Yo, Spotify with the with the fucking <laughs> with the fucking van yeah. popping out of his head. Jazz, you listen to Joe B- B- uh, Joe Budden's podcast? No, I don't. You heard the rant though? 
No, I haven't. I'm uh, sorry, guys. I was waiting for this part to just listen to what y'all had to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I listen to. I've been listening to it for the last at least three years. Um, I think, like to be honest, I listened to the last episode that he did the uh, deal with Spotify, and um, I say that like the fight that he's doing, which is really trying to like he he noticed that there's a change to come when it comes to podcasting. Like the industry of podcasting is about to like blow up. Yeah. And he's like, yo, they finna try to rape us in this industry like they did in other industries in music. And I come from music and I see what happened. I'm not trying to let that happen. Not just to me, but I'm trying to not let that happen to anybody. Mainly black. Right. And um and that's what his that's what his whole fight is about. His fight is about we need to have the information and we need to be able to be uh we need to have a share in the control of what like to be able to compete or like control in the market share, you and know what I mean? Not some shit. Yeah, ownership. Yeah, like, basically don't having, just having ownership. Do thing. some shit. Do some shit. Own it and then license it out to people, so they got to pay you to play your shit. Right. Because yeah. a lot of times people just be like, "Oh, yeah, let's get a deal," and they giving them like pennies on the dollar when they could be making yeah. so much more when they own these shit. Right, but the simple yeah. fact that if let's say we're podcast and we're under, we get signed to a a production company, right? And that production company says, we're going to pay you guys this amount for the next six months per episode. Um, however, we can't get our own ads. They're going to, they're going to put, they're going to get the ads for us and put it on our podcast. Right. Yeah. So it could be shit. We don't even fuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, drink Sunny Delight. And, and, and that's how we get paid. We'll get, we'll get a little percentage of that. They get whatever. But if we get, but if we, you know, we have our own connections and we get, we, connect with certain brands and whatnot and they want to give us a nice bag to sponsor on our podcast we can't even do it because we got to work with this production company but if i can get more money by getting my own sponsors than they're willing to give us that i actually fuck with with now because we don't really own it because we have a production deal with them where they probably have ownership on our shit now it's like that's that's pretty much the fight that's one of the things that he's fighting for so I, i i get that which i ain't even mad at it's cool. Yeah, I'm not mad at but it at all. A lot of people don't like the way Joe Budden talks, so that's which and, and some people don't don't want to go that route, and which is why there was an issue when he was talking about him and Charlemagne aren't doing the same thing. Yeah. Or Charlemagne like, no, I'll take that production deal. You know what I mean? I'll take the production mm-hmm. deal. They take care of that, and we'll do this. Like, and some people, if that's if that's the way you want to go, cool. There's more. There's more than one way to get to the bag. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You got some people don't want to own. Sometimes ownership ain't pretty. Oh yeah. Being entrepreneur and pretty, there's a lot of hungry nights when you're an entrepreneur. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know. I was about to say, times. let them know, Derek, until you said hungry nights. I don't want to make you look broke. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> but, but for real, it's like you gotta, you you probably have to budget a lot more as an entrepreneur than somebody who has a more dependable nine to five. At least that yeah. person knows when they're going to get paid. They can they can put down dates. When you're an entrepreneur, you don't always know. And anything can fall through at any moment. You know, the most money you ever make might be in the first three months of the year. You know what I mean? And you gotta just really you ain't saving up. Exactly. Yeah, you know not. what I mean? So it's it ain't always pretty, you know. But um I really fuck with what Joe Button was saying. But at the same time, I'm a fan of Charlemagne and I like what he's been doing as well. And I think it's great that we have two guys in media, specifically in podcast and radio, that can show us how to get it done as as being newcomers to the game and also being 
you know, black. So I think it's pretty dope. Um, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do next. They said the next episode is gonna be on on October seventh. It's only gonna be back. I'm pretty sure I'll make an announcement, and maybe they may change the game again because they was one of the first podcasts to do like an exclusive podcast. Yep. Which I never thought that was smart to do, but you know, it, it, it worked out for them. So we'll see. You know, as far as our podcast, I always I always listen to their podcasts and other podcasts just to kind of like get a sense of the direction of like. What are some of the best podcasts that I like are doing? Even the Joe Rogan's and whatnot, you know, it's been around for years. So um, it's just always good to kind of, you know, keep a look into that industry, you know? Um, I agree. And that's why I'm always like, okay, what are some new things that we could do? You know, like, what what are ways that we can, this is the, if this is a pillar in this brand, what, what branches can we grow off of this podcast? Like, within the first month, we got uh, invited out to do a, a live show that we weren't <laughs> we even prepared for that shit. But we just like, shit, that is we an opportunity. killed that shit, nigga. Right? But we, we wasn't even prepared. favorites. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's like, it's like, imagine if we have a live show for the podcast, but that, that crowd is now the same crowd we get at the Beast of Chili next. That's another element to the live show. We started out doing a live show, so we know how to do the live show. But now we add podcasting to that. You know what I mean? We've already been to different cities and, and did events. We went to we went to uh, Art Basel. You know what I mean? Like, if, we, if we're able to bring not just DJs and producers and artists to perform, but now we're able to bring a, a podcast element, that's a lot more... We have, we have more IP to be able to, like, work with. So... A lot more I just work. I said what? <laughs> said a lot more work. A lot more, a lot more work, right? <laughs> we just got, we got to turn, we got to turn this work into bags. That's all we got. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was so mad about COVID, man. Because I was like, oh, we finna really get paid, bro. Oh, bro, <laughs> we finna really get paid. <laughs> what? Oh, this is crazy. Ronnie got COVID. back to the bricks. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, we finna get paid, bro. I ain't gonna cap, but it's like it's kind of. I ain't know my computer's gonna break. So if my computer would have broke in the midst of me getting bags, oh, I would have been so distraught. I would have been <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you DJed off his phone. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know you had that move in him. Yeah, man. Oh. Do, you have, do, you, do you have insurance on that stuff? No. Nah. I had a warranty on it, but the warranty had expired. And you get you some. Get you some. Yeah, hey, man. You know, I'm the, I'm the uh, insurance guy over here, man. You better get some runner's insurance, bro. If you had... I ain't trying to sell that. I ain't trying to sell that. On but my computer? Know, yeah. Bro, I'm telling I this is some shit I just learned working for Progressive. But renters insurance, right? I this I, and this is I'll be telling because this is not for like your building. That renters insurance that you gotta have when you have an apartment or some shit, that's something that's completely different. Cause they make you pay for that in case you burn their shit down. Yeah. You ain't got they got the money to cover the shit. The renters insurance is for like your personal belongings. So anything you were deemed uh, personal. So all them fucking shoes you got in the back, if God forbid your house went up in flames and you got thousands of dollars worth of shoes gone, the, yeah. that should be that should be recouped. It'll be you might not be able to get those shoes back, but they'll give you at least the money. The money, the value. Yeah, that they'll work. If they can replace it, they'll replace it for you. So like if it's a laptop, um, I be lying when I be on the phone with my cousin. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm a DJ on the weekends. You know, right now I'm not DJing. But <laughs> I have my DJ equipment in my car. If something happened to my DJ equipment, they'll replace it at a brand new value. Even if I bought it in 2018, they're going to give me that same controller or whatever the fuck I got 
they're gonna replace it with whatever it is in twenty twenty. So just saying that's all I was like I thought about that when you first told me about it. I was like, damn, you know, they would replace your whole shit. It probably would have took them maybe a week or two, but but they would replace your whole shit. So mm-hmm. looking to and it, and it should be cheap too. It'd be like of course it depends on how much you got insured, but if like if it's like thinking grand you know, five dollars a month to like I want like fifteen, twenty dollars a month. You know what I mean? And then you get like of course paid up for the year. But yeah, enough of insurance Derek. Right, okay. Insurance Derek is out of this. Uh, <laughs> hey, Flo. <laughs> That'd be cool if they had me as like Flo, but I was like the rap, like just a rapper. The rap and Flo. And then there's Flo, and I start rapping. <laughs> no. <I'm not> <laughs> Flo. Hey, Flo Bars makes, better be tight. Flo makes so much fucking money. It's ridiculous. She's the highest paid. She's the highest paid like uh, advertising personality of out of all brands from like from McDonald's to I remember I saw I saw in a commercial the other day I was like damn is she getting old she Bro, getting she's, the, she's the highest earning like character in advertisement wow. it's crazy she's been doing it for a minute now that I think about it it's been yeah yeah it's been over I think it's been like at least 10 years at least yeah, yeah. and I ain't trying to introduce other people and shit but I don't want to get into my job please uh-huh <laughs> please <laughs> what else we got uh Anybody, anybody catch the Rolling Loud Festival, uh, the virtual Rolling Loud Festival? I saw social media pictures and, and like, you know, stuff. Like yeah, I saw a couple stuff. of, like, little snippets on Twitter. But, yeah, I they saw, did a deal. Every, every snippet I saw was Duke Deuce hitting the joke. <laughs> all I see was Duke Deuce joking. That's funny. They, um, they did a deal with uh, – Rolling Loud did a deal with Twitch. Did a deal with Twitch, so they had – they were going to be doing, like – I don't know if you saw. They got a bunch of different, like, things they're doing at Rolling Loud. So they have – this thing was like about bars that they put people on their Twitch to rap and you get an opportunity to perform at Rolling Loud. So I've seen that. Um, they got uh, the Rolling Loud gaming on Twitch and then they did the, the festival. They had live performances and whatnot last weekend um, all on Twitch, which you had, I think you had to pay for. But yeah, they had that. So it was probably like they had over like 4 million people that were on their live on Twitch for the virtual uh, festival, so I don't know, man. We're, you know, Rolling Loud is "quote unquote" the biggest hip hop festival. So anything they do in that type of arena, you're gonna start seeing more other festivals kind of like copy off of because obviously there's money there. Hell, I was looking at that shit like, like Tampa Beat 2021. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, hey. but um, but yeah, look, it looked dope. I ain't know if anybody got a chance to catch it. Mm-mm. I don't know. You catch it? I know when. Nah, I, ain't I didn't even know when it was. Me neither. Yeah. I know when the BET Awards came out with a whole virtual thing mm-hmm. that that was going to change a whole lot. Yeah, because like, I didn't I didn't catch the VMAs. Did anybody see the VMAs? I said the VMAs did the same thing. Yeah, I didn't catch it at all. I don't like the VMAs, but whatever. You think they're going to do the Hip Hop Awards in October? Absolutely. If BET has anything to do with it, yeah. That's if they do, it'll be so tight because they can literally do regional rap again. Yeah, you and know, they already do all do. the New York niggas, and then mm-hmm. get get that film, and all the yeah. all the West Coast niggas get that shit mm-hmm. filmed. The down they already South do the ciphers. Yeah, like on that bitch. I hope so. They they probably gonna do a lot more ciphers if anything. They probably gonna do a lot more ciphers. Like yeah. we usually get like about we usually get about what four to five ciphers per per mm-hmm. year. We probably might get a lot more than that. We might get like ten, only because mm-hmm. it's all like digital and everything, and they don't have to like cater to an actual audience, like a live audience. So we got to do all the live performances. So it should be cool, man. 
I'm, I'm, it should be next month, if anything. We should, we yes, should start seeing it It's always in October. Yeah, that should be tight. Yep. That should, should be live. Did anybody I catch uh, the verses? Patty LaBelle and I did last not. night? Yeah. Ain't Twitter snapping. That's what I. I did. I was. I was. I wasn't even gonna waste my time and do that. Like shout out, shout out to, <laughs> shout out to my aunties. Waste my time. Shout out to my aunties. You know they, they auntie. You know what I mean. Shout out auntie Labelle. Shout out auntie Knight. You know what I mean. But I wasn't. You know. Nope. That or two K. Two K for sure. Like I'm not. That versus is more for like 2K. your moms and your aunties right. and grandma. Yeah, that shit was good. That shit was good. <laughs> I mean, you don't have you don't have two K, brother. You don't have two K. Bro, I don't care. It's the I same know. game. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, it's the not. same game. I'm yeah. oh, okay. out on that bitch. The last game. time you played 2K was probably 2K8, and it's definitely not the same game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did I did listen to uh, Brandy Monaco. Though. I did watch the Brandy Monaco. Yeah. That was good. That was entertaining. And I didn't realize how many Brandy songs that I knew. I also didn't know Brandy thought she was funny, because she's not. <laughs> extremely deep. <laughs> I was you were saying stuff and I was like Moesha was written for you and even that was a stretch. <laughs> I was like You know, Yo. she was on another show, but I think it was before Moesha popped off. She had started Fia. Uh, Yeah, I didn't never I think I saw the show. I think I, I remember seeing the the BT show used to the play day. that play replays of that shit way back in the day. I remember seeing it, but never never like sticking to my mind. So when I saw it on YouTube, I was like Wait, I yeah. think I remember this shit. This big black lady was the mom's. Yeah. And I remember she got off, she sung on there like once. And then I was like, uh oh, she gonna sing, she gonna get her a deal. And next thing I know. Yeah. Well, we should well, we should pop though. Well, we should go in there. Eat it up. Eat it up. I used to like when she was writing her diary, you hear the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that shit, this is my shit. Oh, boy, Darius, I'm going to write a flow to this shit. I really like you, bud. Uh, I'm like, man, this is my shit, man. I was so in, I think that was my first celebrity crush, like my first. Moesha? Yeah, bro. That, bro, that was the. Yeah. Bro, I was. Parenthood with um, Zaria on that motherfucker? Yeah, she was, she was cool, too. But the way Moesha was just like, Moesha was like. Just like the the best thing on earth, like she was such a superstar to me. I'm like, man, this bitch is, she is fucking. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm like, man, she is living those moments. You might want to join the fan little, club. She's fucking Cinderella. I remember she was Cinderella. With, oh yeah, oh, yeah Black Cinderella. She was Black Cinderella on oh, like Disney, right? With Whoopi Goldberg as the godmother. Yeah, I was, bro, I was in love with that girl. He still got a face like a Volkswagen Beetle, though. So. Oh I damn! Yeah, I can't. <laughs> uh, come on, you can't, can't. Don't talk about black queens like that, bro. Don't talk about black queens like that, bro. Come on, now. come on, now. Come don't, on now. don't try to flip it to black queens because her, her, her face was structured on suit. Come on, what I like? No, ma'am, no, ma'am. That's my new favorite <laughs> shit right now. No, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You ain't heard that one yet, though, Volkswagen Beetle. You ain't heard that one. That's why I hit you so hard. If I would have said something that somebody said before, you'd be like, nah, nigga. But you heard Volkswagen Beetle's niggas. You know what? I'm going to get off black women jokes roll and go back on verses. It ain't about black women jokes. It's about a a facial structure joke. Oh, God. Speaking of funny things, funny moments, rather, I always look for, like, the, the funny viral moments from verses. So like there's oh, yeah. a video, there's a video of uh Monica when she was dancing to the Sea Murder record. 
Oh and they put oh. it on the Mary Mary. I'm walking. I'm like, oh my god, that shit is so funny to me. I seen a picture of Tyler Salon trying to figure out if she had pants on or boots on. <laughs> I seen a picture that they just put it next to prosthetic legs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that Mary Mary walking song, that video, and you just see her walking. They use the clip when she walking and you see they put it in the street. I was like, oh my oh, god, this is hilarious. It's just, I, it's just to the point where I know it's gonna happen. You can, you can try to do whatever. You can try to be as cool as you want. It's they gonna, they didn't get two chains though. They they got Ross, but they didn't get chains. I guess chains was my favorite one with Ross. That little bow wow. That shit so fucking funny. And then the one that was like, uh, I just I just bought. Uh, $3 worth of Apple stock, and I made $5, and it got the girl, oh, they got the girl rubbing his back. <laughs> <laughs> that so you know what funny. was funny? When that shit was happening, you know 2 Chains was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> but 2 Chains started at first. He wanted brought the strippers out. Oh, man. I was like, oh, shit, this nigga brought but the strippers out. Remember? You know, like, okay, you know he probably said, like, Yo, I'm going to bring, he was at Ross's shit. So you know he's like, yeah, oh, when I play Super Free, I, I bring some strippers out. You know that it, it's not that they didn't know. You know what I'm saying? But this nigga Ross had a girl rubbing his back and it was all like this. I know Two Chains was like, no fuck, cause you know Two right. Chains married. You know he gotta respect his marriage mm. on on tape. This boy, he was looking <laughs> at him like, all right, well, what we got going on here? That shit that's, was that just shit funny, was funny, man. That bow wow shit though was funny with, with Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, it's so many moves I'm gonna bring out once the fucking once we get able to do that. Hey, that first beast chill show, I'm oh, gonna have no. I'm gonna have a flash fit on. I'm make sure I have some goals. I'm gonna get some bottoms. You know what I mean? I'm gonna have my. When is it? So, I don't fucking know. Fire minds want to know. They <laughs> I have no idea. No show. Darius Let us know, Darius. <laughs> Darius will tell you probably know more than I do because I have no idea. Until the bricks say, "Hey, nigga, figure this out. What we doing?" <laughs> I already got fucking. Uh, shout out to the four things they got Motown Mondays. Now we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, uh, bro, there's so many fucking dances I want to fucking do. Like man, that fucking um, whole lot of chopping head, bro. Well, I do like that song, bro. When I seen them dudes dancing on that fucking video, I was dying laughing. I was like, man, that would have been me at the freaky Frank fucking barbecue. <laughs> God, dog, boy, let Rob put that shit on. Hey, hey, I got plenty of shit on deck, man, that I can't wait to get off. Hey, can't man. wait. Well, it's going to be, I ain't going to cap. It's going to be vibes that I'm going to be getting off this Friday, though. At Genuine. I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull up, man. You know what I mean? Let's see, see what he's talking about. This is going to be my first one going to. This is gonna be so. this is our first time at this new um location. So I gotta oh, go yeah, sometime yeah. this week and um mm. kind of serve okay. the territory and see what's up. True. But um yeah. should be let's nice. get into this uh get to what y'all been listening to the new music on the drop since we this is our first time potting this month. The it director's really cut. Oh I'm sorry. My bad. Jasmine ladies first. <laughs> go, go ahead, Jazz. Village dropped a song called Baptized. This was a dropout an album September twenty fifth. Mm, okay. Which record is dope? Record is dope. I like the record a lot. Yeah. I mean, Jid on it. What you expect? Hurricane too. Yeah, I know. But Jid. <laughs> 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 what you been listening to, uh, Darius? 
Uh, man, the main album that I've been listening to was uh, Conway. I knew you was okay. going to say that. I, I listened to it today just because I knew you was going to say that. I haven't gotten around to it yet. I haven't gotten around to it. Is it long? Tight. I ain't going to front. How many, how many songs? Album, the album is really good, bro. Is it long? Or is it, is it short? or? It's, uh, it's 14 songs. It's in the middle. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fire. Yeah. Give me, it's yeah. fire. It's worth your time, okay? I don't have time. F him in his time. Jit want to be like, hey, I'll make sure y'all listen to Big Sean. And then, like, man, this song's don't too long for me. <laughs> I can't do it. It's too long. My attention span. I have ADD. Oh, I got 2K21. That's the hell I got. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got it, too. Listen to this. What you said? What's that? The rapper's cut? Was that the currency? Oh, yeah. Basically, he was going to do a remix. It was supposed to be a remix album to mm -hmm. the Outrunners. But it just ended up being a whole new album. And that shit slapped. He got a verse with Snoop Dogg talking some of the most player shit I'd have heard him say. I still listen to that one record. It's like, well, my son, full grown. No. That's my shit. I still listen to that song. That's your hard. Um, but the director's cut is hard. Y'all know y'all know, y'all know what I've been listening to. I'm going to let you hit, get yours off. Hit different? You, you about to say hit different? Oh, I'm about to drop it on y'all. Yeah, hit different. He doing he doing Rick Ross dance to it. Hit different. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I be when I shower. Bitch. I be, <laughs> I be, bro, the song that has lifted my spirits within the last forty eight hours has nothing to been Hooligans by Goddamn mm, by Baby, Baby King. King. Baby King. Oh my God. Listen, you should have heard how this nigga Derek came into the 2K party. We was playing the game Friday, right? And I was like, yeah, hop on with me and the homeboys. Next thing I know, he hopped in. You just hear that shit banging in the back. I'm like, damn, nigga, you know it's Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> like, he made the gun noise that niggas made to go, ba, ba, ba. He said, ba, 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 Like, I can just imagine that, let's say he does an orchestra type style performance of that song and he's going and like the 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 uh, instructor is like fa 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 and it's like okay fa 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 amazing like, he gonna be dressed like Lil Wayne in the Oscars with the tuxedo with the suspenders and, I, and I know Kendrick was in the studio with him I know Kendrick was in the studio with him and Kendrick probably said that shit too Kendrick probably said alright I'm going here to try to record something fa 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 I, I kept, listen, I played the song so much when I first heard it. I could, it made me go right to Twitter. It made me go right to fucking Twitter. Now, I didn't really like what, the, song, what do you, the song. Jazz, what do you think his tweet was? Don't say nothing, Derek. What do you think his tweet was? I don't know. Either of you. PG Lane. PG Lane. That's what it was. No. His, his tweet was. Fa, 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 fa. <laughs> so I saw that and I was poetic, like, this bro. nigga Derek is a retard. That shit was so poetic, bro. It's like, how did he, how did they, I still feel he's a branch of TDE, so I'm like, how does TDE do this shit? So you think he's going to get a hip-hop cypher for the next TDE little hit? I think TDE about to snap low-key on the low. Oh, yeah. TDE. You got Kendrick, got, he got, got caught shooting a music video. Scissors just dropped a music video and song with Hit Different, which I play that every time I shower. Sorry. I know my neighbor's like, can you turn that shit off? I play shit loud as shit on my, on my speaker. I know. They was like, it's hitting the same. God damn it. <laughs> Sick of this shit. <laughs> uh, I listened to one album I actually listened to that I actually enjoyed was uh, Top by um, NBA Youngboy. It's actually a pretty good album. Really? Actually, pretty mm -hmm. good. 
I'm gonna have to listen to it. Number one album. I feel like all a lot of NBA Youngboy songs sound very similar, unless Kenny Beats does the song. That's nah, true. bro, that, that that track he got with Lil Wayne, "My Window." Oh yeah. Oh, that's, that's your good. Guess I'll be listening to that tonight on the two. I realize the energy he puts on the records is why he stands out so much. It's the energy yeah. he gives because that's it's completely him. He's yeah. He's out of his fucking mind, but it, it goes well on wax. Like I said, we like pain, and he damn sure got it. So he, he oh yeah, bitch, so. that's why Drewski be praying for that boy every time he see him on TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> one artist that I've been I, I've been listening to that I just found out about uh, Blast. I think that's how you say his name. B L X S T. Yeah, uh, I would say so. In Bino. Yeah, I just listened. His he just dropped a project this month called No Love Lost. My I know God. it's good. I know it's good. It I ain't is. heard it yet, but I know it's good. Nice. I think I listened because Tyree was telling we both heard about him at the same time, but Tyree was listening to him like, well, you got hit this shit. I was like, oh, you're right. This shit slap. I was like, this nigga's nice. You know what I mean? One thing so I think Tyree said, and I and I, I don't know if this is bad. I don't think it's bad, but what Tyree said was he sounds like what he sounds like uh damn I'm about to mess his name up. What's the guy that came out with um Tampa R and B artist? One of the he was a Temple Army artist. He had like a hit record. Javon Black. Um, Javon Black. If Javon Black came out in 2020, that's what he said. Black, Black. Oh. I did not think of him as an R&B artist. And it's a little R&B-ish. This is R&B with a hip hop producer, with a, with a club hip hop producer. <clears throat> with a cowbell yeah. behind it. I think yeah. that's the closest Tampa got to R&B artists. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, they said that's what Blast kind of reminds me of of him, just with like 2020, if he yeah. came out in 2020. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, damn, if, if that's the case, he should have, he would have been dope as a bitch when he came out. Like, that would have been crazy. If he came out and sounded like that in Tampa, that would have been crazy. Um, yeah. I listened to, uh, I just started listening to it today, and the album's not bad. It's not bad. It's actually pretty good. I listened to Alicia Keys' Alicia album. Yeah, it's good. an Alicia Keys album. I listened to it today, and I was like, does it sound like an Alicia Keys album? Or yeah, it sounds like an Alicia Keys album. It just sounds like an album that's meant for not just the U.S. You know what I mean? Like it's a, It sounds like she's a big artist, so it just sounds like she worked with people from Cross Seas. Mm-hmm. And, you know. But like I, Adele S type? Adele S type around the world or Pitbull around the world? Adele. Adele, Adele for sure. But it, yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Adele on the album, honestly. I'm only eight records in, but so far, she like, might as well. Adele trying with a Bantu knots over here with a Jamaican top. She's trying yeah. to be down. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it though, because isn't she like like British or some shit like that? Yeah. And isn't that like didn't yeah. like you know what I mean? Just like the French in in Haiti. Yeah. So like a lot of people from they kind of like cultures are similar. Uh-huh. They are the ones like- that infused it in ways in which we do not like to discuss. But yeah. <laughs> right. Which, which, of but course, yeah, I, no, I feel you. But that, I ain't gonna front. That thing took me off guard. I was, what yeah. is she doing? She's skinny as fuck. I was like, uh, well, shout I, out ne- to I know the next time I see Adele, she gonna be with a, she gonna be on some Madonna shit with a black dude, and it's gonna, I'm gonna just be like. All right, man, see you out here. And whoever gets with her that's black, he is going to be flourishing. He is going to be right. living his best love. <laughs> is there any new music we need uh, anybody listening to? Or Santos Party out? House. Smoke Dizzle <laughs> with Khalifa Currency and Big Crank. Basically, what they did is refl- they flipped the um, Hey Mr. DJ beat, 
Oh, I seen the video. I seen the video. I seen the video. Oh I seen the video. Oh my gosh, that, that song so. is. I've been listening to that all weekend just because yeah. I, I always love Hey Mr. DJ. Yeah, so, that's a vibe for sure. Yeah, I listen to that. Um, for those who still like messing with, um, still like Texas music, Slim Thug and Killer Colleen dropped down in Texas, mm-hmm. and this just has that Texas vibe. Real like country laid back country rap tunes like Pimpsey used to say. Killer. It's only like ten tracks, so it's really quick. But How do you say hard. his name? Killer is it Killer Kaleon or Killer Kaleon? Kaleon. I said I've been saying Killer Kaleon for Killer Kaleon <laughs> for years. You <laughs> yeah, Vivio. Okay. You're being me. You're being me. You're being me. You're being me. Um, I've been saying a nigga name like that for years because his name was forever being gray in my brain because he was on uh. What's he on Cushion OJ? Yeah. Yeah. He was on, on Spotlight. I, I, I feel like I remember everyone from that album. I may not remember you from what you did, but as long as you were on that, I remember your ass from that shit. That's a classic album, man. Yeah. But yeah, and obviously he got bars. Anybody know he got bars because he he's done to, done some classic features. Right. He was on Moon and Stars remix on Big Crit shit way back in the day. But yeah, on oh, that yeah. down in Texas, he's really he really going for it. I mean, Slim Thug is just doing some player shit, and he just sounds cool because of his voice. Yeah, when things open back up, man, we, I, I really because if everything went well, we were supposed to be in, in Texas, in yeah. Austin, Texas, South by Southwest. I was really looking forward to that, man. Yeah, I ain't going front too. I had I had free lodging because my homegirl stayed over there. I was ready for that one, man. I really wanted to do that shit, man. But we listen. We got more. We got more connections. You know what I mean? I really feel like we got a plan. A beast and chill trip to Texas, even if it ain't South by. I mean, it'd be dope if it's South by, but even if it ain't South by, like every time you say plan a beast and chill trip, I'd be like, yeah. And then I remember that I have to like take equipment with me, and I'd be like, is it gonna break? <laughs> That's the first thing I'd be like, I gotta take my controller. Is it gonna break? Can you rent? Can't you just rent stuff? I can't. I, well, I would have to know where to rent it from. Right. Would it be cheaper to probably just rent? Like. It'll be way safer for me to. It'll, it'll be safer. Yeah, because yeah. all you need to bring is your laptop. Computer, and... Yeah, my computer. When I get one, I just plug right. it in and then I, I should mm. be good. But um, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a guitar center in almost every city. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. If there's a music venue there, I'm sure there's a guitar center not within the same city. Yeah, but that's the first thing I think. Like, yeah, we got to plan a trip, and I'd be like, yeah, I'd be all turned up. I'd be like, damn, man. I'm the only one walking around with two thousand dollars worth of electronics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. but that'd be dope. That'd be dope. Yeah, I'm I ready for it. That'd be I'm a ready good for trip. it. Um, yeah, we halfway teaching at school this year, so I'm ready to yeah. take any days off that I can. Jazz, you went to Cali. How was how was your Cali trip? It was great. I stayed safe. I was inside most of the time. Sightseeing was inside a car. Um, okay. Yeah, it was cool. Were you able you to go to Venice uh, Beach? I did go to Santa Monica Pier. Um, I didn't go to that record store you was talking about. Oh. Niggas was out there with no mask on. I was not about to risk <laughs> it. Shit, it felt like fucking Disney World. <laughs> like, we drove down Rodale Drive, and they was out there with no mask. I was like, you're out here shopping, no mask. What's what is on? L.A.? Those were all the, the stupid people, right? This place. <laughs> Super rich people. I remember I was on Rodale Drive. There was a cat in the Lambo just letting it scream. I was like, damn. <laughs> Crazy thing is, 
I probably would have pronounced it as rodeo. <laughs> of course, Vivio. Vivio. Like, you I'm, on I'm on rodeo right now. I'm on rodeo. Like, Wait, I'm, I'm on rodeo. I'm on rodeo right I'm now. Rodeo. <laughs> rodeo. Never. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we got anything else before we get up out of here, man? Hey man, if y'all wanna um chill and drink wine all night for twenty dollars or just listen to some vibes for free. Um I'm DJing I'm DJing genuine. Let me go ahead and get the information for y'all. Genuine. Uh, I'm DJing oh snap. I'm DJing genuine this um on Friday the twenty fifth. Um it's a XO. I'll just spell it. X O C I T L. <laughs> and it's a um Mexican kitchen or cocina mexicana. That's what it says. It's at 307 West Palm Avenue. So it's gonna be downtown. Doors open at seven. Like I said, it's free to get in. Um twenty dollars bottomless wine all night. Um I'm just basically playing vibes. Just you could think Sizzle, you could think her, you could think all kind of flips and remixes from from your okay. favorite songs, we like the party, Catronada remix, things like that. So um, just pull up if you want to. You got nothing to do, which most people don't. So if you just want to come in there, vibe for the free, you can. Uh, like I said, um, wine is twenty dollars all night. Masks are required. Um, I'll have mine on, and I'll be behind. They'll be. I will be behind the DJ booth all night, staying as safe as possible. But I will be providing <laughs> the vibes for those of you who would like to. Do that. Well, come out there, give me a little, give me a little Rona, give me a little Rona wine. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> get a little Rona wine. I got the antibodies. I'm good. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Well, shit, man. Um, thank you guys for joining. You know, welcome back. Hey, hey bro, hold on. No oh, one, oh. Nobody, nobody mentioned uh Mulatto's freestyle. Nigga, you can mention it. You mention it, nigga. Nobody mentioned that. And, <laughs> I thought I thought you of all people would talk about um, uh, Baby King mentioned uh, that he's a, a part of PG Lang. But we already I thought we, I thought we already knew that I thought we already knew that I thought that I, I thought that we already either. knew Day Free Day Free who was the uh, who was the Kendrick's manager, right? Right. He left TDE to yeah, yeah. be with Baby King, which at the time we didn't know what the name of the label was going to be, but. Once PG Lane came out with all the promo and stuff, I thought, oh, that's that's the thing. Okay, cool. I didn't know that Kendrick was going to be a part of it. If he is, I don't know yet. Um, but I just thought that was already common knowledge. Uh, but like I said, I just I didn't know what was going to come next. I didn't know if it was going to be a project, an album, song, video, whatever. You got two, you got a video and a, and two songs. So, you know, I'm I'm right now. I'm just I'm not even holding no expectation. I'm just going to wait until the shit drops. Yeah. Um, as far as uh. Mulatto, um, I love to see more and more women, you know, crack, crack the code and become a popular name in the hip hop scene and, and it's rapping. You know what I mean? So, you know, we'll, you know, continue. To, I listened to a couple of records because I think we talked about, I think we talked about her and uh, other people from the, because uh, she's part of the freshman. <clears throat> yeah, she because uh, she's our part of the freshman list. So I'm just waiting to see more and more about her, but she's doing her thing. Um, yeah. She looks amazing, by the way. Uh, but I did see that. Uh, I didn't know that Tay Bay was in was in L.A. with Wale. Yeah, same thing with Jay Fay. Oh, he's out there too. Yeah, I knew Jay Fay was out there, but I didn't know they was out there together. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. That's what's up. Hopefully we hear some some vibes. I know Jay Fay, he still work with uh he still work with Rod Wave. Um shit like that. So you know. I don't know. And uh, Buck Social dropped his uh his EP. Yes, I gotta check that out. I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet. I, uh, I, think, it. I think my, my favorite song on there will probably be uh Wild Night. Wild okay. Night is probably my favorite song on there. Is it on is it on the DSPs? Um it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube, okay. I, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it's it's on Spotify as well though. I'm gonna check that out. I'm gonna check that out. Mm. Damn. I wonder what if they're gonna make a new song or if Wale is gonna actually get on like over east. That would be amazing. Well, well, from Isn't the um, on Tico? yeah, he did a Tico remix. Yeah, he yeah. did a Tico remix. Yeah. So, so from the 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 video I saw, because um, Fay has shared it on his um his IG uh his IG post. Um, they were listening to it. Yeah, yeah, I like, seen that in the studio. So, like recently, mm-hmm. recently, like they yeah, were I all seen that. Studio. I seen that clip. Yeah. So, um, I, don't, I I wouldn't be surprised if he did. He already got on Tico, so yeah. yeah. Over East is a different beast, boy. That just because of the sample, you know what I mean? So it's like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. It's a classic to us, off rip. Yeah. yeah. So. And like, I'm hoping, like, I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that, uh, that makes cranking go global. Cause like, I, I want to see everybody doing that. You want to see everybody cranking? <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> you want to see all these dancing animals? I'll be ready for that. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm cool with the fact that. It could be. I want Tampa to. I would be glad if Tampa just does it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um. And and then when people come here, they know that that's what they they see in the clubs or right. yeah. at the at the parties that that have that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just I'm want cool. you to know that's the Tampa dance. That's like everybody yeah. knows peanut butter jelly's the Miami dance. They know juking <laughs> is the Memphis dance. They know they know getting light is the New. Is Wu Tang Mars? Is Wu Tang Mars? Nah. Is that Miami? That's Fort Lauderdale, that's Miami. Miami. That's Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Yeah. So. I just want them to know, like, oh, they crank down there. Just like they juke in Memphis, they get light in New York, they crank in Tampa. That's all I... That, Is it Sanchez ours? Yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know that dance was that big. They'd be like, yeah, the Sanchez. Part, oh, part yeah. Of my I'll, 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 I'll tell the dance. Yeah. Um, damn. I guess we can close out on that note, man. Yep. Uh, shout out to everybody who's listening. Shout out to all of our, our viewers on YouTube. Shout out to all of our Spotify listeners, Apple listeners, and all of our other streaming platform listeners, as well as Anchor. Uh, this is episode 19 of the Beast and Chill podcast. Uh, I am Hometown. We also had the Fool, Fool, God44, and Jazz. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please make sure you follow us on Instagram at Beast and Chill 813. Beast and Chill on Twitter and Beast and Chill on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube and make sure that you uh, follow us on Spotify and Apple. We got playlists on there. Uh, you know, we always posting. Well, we ain't always, but we're going to start posting a lot more stuff when it comes to the playlist. So stay tuned. Follow us for more information. And uh, when we start doing events again, it's going to be live. So yeah. thank you guys for tuning in. You guys have a good night. Bye. 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 Bye.